Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, it's Mina and I've come to chat to you about two other Italian teams who contested Champions League matches yesterday. Inter went to the Estadio da Luz to take on Benfica who have been somewhat horrifying this campaign. Um, they've just conceded a bunch of goals, lost their games and we genuinely thought Benfica would be a lot better than this. Coming into this game... I thought for sure that this would be an easy win for Inter. But at the same time, it didn't need to be. I was still convinced that even if they didn't win this match, that all they needed to do was just really defeat Real Sociedad and they'd be fine. As it stands, they got uh, a 3-3 victory in what was a, a ridiculous game, to be honest with you. What you need to know primarily is that Sociedad got a draw. And so it all goes down to the wire in the last game to, to note who will come first in the group. And of course, that match will be at San Siro. So Inter decided to heavy rotate the match and started off with Alexis Sanchez and now Nautovic up front. Aslani, Fratesi and Klaas in, in the middle. And Bisek came in, in, in uh, at the back. Um, and this was a game in which in the very beginning, people were wondering, was this excessive rotation of the squad? Now, Inter has a really heavy schedule in the sense that they faced Juventus in the Derby d'Italia. Obviously, we spoke about this in great detail over the weekend. They have this midweek Champions League game and then they face Napoli over the weekend as well, this coming weekend. So it's a case of trying to to show off the, the depth of the squad. Um, it's a game that, like I said, isn't vital to win. So there is a chance to say, well, why don't we give these these players a chance? As we saw, the midfield is the essence of everything. If you have a great midfield, you perform brilliantly. And unfortunately, I think that when you change this much in, in a squad, problems are going to happen. And Jao Mario, you know, revenge of the eggs, <laughs> scored a goal before the first uh, five minutes were up. In fact, he completed a hat trick <laughs> in, in 34 minutes. So it was, uh, it was a hideous first half from Inter. Uh, robbed in possession, laborers weren't covering the spaces in midfield, poor defending, poor understanding. Uh, I think two of the worst players were in fact Arnautovic and Sanchez um, in the beginning. But what was what was brilliant is that they're the ones that turned it around. I think in in essence it was it was Klaas and, and Aslani who just had a really terrible game and couldn't really redeem themselves in the way that they wanted. Um Bisek had a monstrous second half to show us that he is somebody that we should be watching all the time. 
it was it was a really superb performance from him in the second half. And I think that in the beginning, it's a case of all we've ever spoken about is that Inter have this incredible squad depth. And then you see a lot of these players on the pitch and you're thinking, huh, I don't know about that. But I, I love that Inzaghi was like, no, they needed to redeem themselves. They needed to work with themselves. I didn't want to just change everything straight away, which was great for him because Arnautovic scored fairly quickly in the start of the second uh, second half. Fratesi followed it up soon after. And then the changes came in with the likes of Turam, Barella and Cuadrado. Inter were magnificent in the second half. Benfica fell by the wayside in the second half. They were so poor. I'm almost at a loss that this was a team that caused even to so much concern in, in last season. I just, I don't understand the difference between, I mean, Benfica are at the top of the table. They, they're, they've got three more points than Porto. They beat Porto in the derby and they beat, um, I think it, Sporting Lisbon over the weekend as well. I mean, this is a side that has conceded very few goals this season, but when it comes to Champions League football, they've been, they've been horrifying. And then of course it didn't help that Antonio Silva got red carded. Either way, a, a terrible second half for them. Inter managed to get three goals back. Alexis Sanchez getting uh, was magnificent in the second half. I think everyone was so good in the second half, to be honest, um, especially when you consider and compare to their performance in the first half. And now they just need to secure, well, I mean, they're qualified. It's just about securing top spot in the, uh, in the group stage. And uh, I think Inzaghi can smile. More importantly, I think they could have scored a false goal with Barella. Um, and... Uh, very nearly won a game that started off in such poor circumstances for them. Over at <laughs> Madrid, Napoli under Volta Mazzari took on Ancelotti's Madrid. Now, this was a fascinating match and the one that I was watching in real time. I think that people who know me will know that I, I lived in Madrid. I went to university in Madrid. I heavily follow... Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. I'm a big fan of both of them. I, I like all things, uh, Madrileño. And I think that sometimes when you watch a lot of Real Madrid and then you go back to watching Serie A, you feel a huge difference in quality. And so this season, I, I have watched them, but perhaps not that much. And it'll be games against, uh, I mean, it's like the derby or something. I didn't necessarily feel the beauty of Real Madrid as much when you're watching them sort of play in the league. But then you watch them against Napoli and Napoli were very, like, they were good. They kept up the pace. Um, they came back, you know, with Anguissa in the second half, got a second goal. But, and for as how, for however good they were, I just feel like Madrid were on another level. And I need to explain this. Madrid have a thousand injuries. So there was no Chalmany. There was no Camavinga. There was no Vinicius Junior. There was no Courtois. There wasn't even Kepa, who's the second choice goalkeeper. They're playing with Lunin. They brought on, you know, Hosselu, their striker, who's, who is the striker, the only one that they have at the moment, because Karim Benzema obviously went to Saudi Arabia and they haven't been able to get Mbappe. They, they brought him on. Uh, he missed about 17 chances. Then they brought on Nicolas Pass, who is a midfielder and a, and a child. He's 18. I mean, you know, I mean, this is just like, and he, he was ridiculous. Like I, I sometimes watch Real Madrid and, and I get depressed because of the quality that they have, the ability to play this kind of football. 
the ability to extract so much quality from all their players, the understanding of space when you look at their formation. I mean, if you look at it, like the way that it was written on the actual sheets that were handed out is, is three, two, 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 but it's not. It's basically, oh, sorry, four, two, two, two. I'm sorry, but it's, it's not. I mean, it's a four, four, two, I guess in, in many ways, but it, it's not even that. It's a four man back line and then just free space. And you're, you're there to find the spaces. I mean, you look at Bellingham and he just moves around. He's everything from a central midfielder to an attacking midfielder to a striker to a winger to a, a fullback to whatever the space opens, whatever his duty is as a footballer, his understanding is incredible. It's incredible. I mean, if there's ever a doubt that Ancelotti is not an unbelievably great coach, I mean, it is just, it's stunning. It's really, really stunning to watch. Um, I know it just seems like I'm, I, I, I cannot understand how, I honestly don't understand how a team can be so good sometimes. You know, I, I genuinely don't. I just feel like it's when, when Nicholas Pass can come on, you know, a, a midfielder who hasn't, who doesn't play, who's, who's just lending a hand, as Ancelotti said after the game, and can come on and score the goal that he did against Napoli, the champions of Italy. I understand that Napoli is not the Napoli of last season, but it is really incredible. I, I find it hard when people go against Ancelotti as being a good, I'm not saying that he doesn't make mistakes. He's made plenty of them, but I think the understand, the way his, his players understand space. Become a member at patreon.com forward slash Serie Chronicles for regular bonus episodes and content. Sports Social Podcast Network.